0: know your neighbor it's not asking much simple humane and we'd like to think a logical approach welcome and thanks for joining us know your neighbor is a platform for constructive but brutally honest discussion on varying perspectives of race relations we're approaching it in a simple way by having a conversation about it Allowing perspectives that oppose our own and listening to understand the aim to know your neighbor This simple gesture should be better for us all Team
1: Hi, my name is Keenan Karel I'm a South African currently living in the United Kingdom Being outside of South Africa has actually just made me realize more how much I love it
2: How's it and welcome to all the listeners? Wandi Limatondo here, born and raised in KZN Emlazi, now living in Johannesburg. Trust you guys will enjoy the podcast.
0: And I'm Aubrey Rue, a 32 year old Afrikaans speaking white guy living in Cape Town.
2: The discussion this time will be around cancel culture as we weigh its influence over society and what kind of impacts it has.
0: For a couple of years now, the theme of cancel culture has kind of been building and initially quite specifically assigned to social media and kind of almost want to say narrowing your view by unliking or not supporting or not later not buying products from a certain brand if you don't agree with their, um, with their values or not subscribing to certain schools of thought. What do we think about that, particularly from a, from a racial and racial equality point of view? If we exclude certain people out of our feeds, if we don't buy certain brands' products because they might not be thinking the same way about racial justice as we do, and when I say we, I don't mean this group, I mean you as an individual, whoever you are, um, does that solve the problem long-term or is it just the short-term solution?
1: This is, a, is an issue that I think um, is something that is almost soothing uh, to you because you think, okay, there's another racist person or someone who is um, bigoted in some form uh, who's not going to get any money now or who's not part of, um, of pop culture anymore or anything like that. right? So it's something that might soothe us right now. But it doesn't speak to any of the fundamental issues that are still there, because if you think of of um of issues where people want to cancel one another that has different views, it's it's almost a, a case of us wanting to um, we want to cancel free speech almost, and just just by saying that, I think the way to to solve to solve issues is to do what we are doing, is to speak about things that sometimes we have struggled to speak about, but. At, at least if we're sharing ideas with one another, it can allow us to think about stuff, right? Because um, seriously, no one's going to change in an argument. If you put someone down, that person might still have their own, um, uh, still have their thoughts. And there might still be a million people just like that person who's now just too scared to say it out loud. But still, they still harbor those, those same thoughts and so forth. So I think cancel culture is, is just something that soothes us, soothes us in the now but in the in the future it's still not resolving any issues. so so even now um for for, for myself i had to come to this conclusion now that um during the black lives matter movement you had the people coming out saying all lives matter and this and that and the other and i i almost got to the, i also was one of the people that initially was saying you can't just say all lives matter whatever and yes the, those people have a reason why they say that some people say it from a place of just not wanting to exclude other people. And, and some people think saying Black Lives Matter makes other, other people feel excluded. And a certain other section of, of um, society sometimes just says that in, as a rebuttal to Black Lives Matter, coming from a bad place, I feel, right? And for me personally, it's like, now you, know, you, you want to tell people you can't say all lives matter. You can't do that. You can't do this. We have to cancel you. But um, is that really helping? Because that people are just going to come up with another defense then and say, okay, all lives matter, all lives matter, all lives matter the whole time. And and we just like we're just butting it. We're not moving forward. We're not coming to uh, epiphanies of 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 why it's necessary to change and so on. So in all in all, I think um cancel culture it's it's something that's it's nice to think about. Okay, that person's not in your on your timeline anymore, or that person's not making any more money because they don't share your same values and some values that you might perceive as wrong but it just soothes you now, but it doesn't do anything for, for race relations um, going
2: forward. For me, it's just a, a huge uh, social media stunt, if I can call it that, um, which I, I don't think it necessarily really benefits us or resolves the issue, as Keenan has also highlighted. Um, and I think it, it's very dangerous because I feel like I don't know if I can say as a country or the world, but we're almost moving towards a space of people confusing social media for real life, you know. So things that take place on social media, we we see and receive it off the platform and think that somehow it automatically applies to the actual world that we actually live in. But I've I found in most cases it's not the case, you know. A lot of these things it's just a matter of trending and having buzz. But once it's died, it's died, and you wake up the next day, uh, your life physically, physically, basically consumes, uh, continues as per normal, you know, and it's 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 not really race related, uh, but I can make an example of so many cases where a musician will release a song, social media will go on blabbing about how horrible the song is. Uh, but if you go onto the iTunes charts, you see that the song is topping the charts, <laughs> you know, um, just as one example. So it, for me, that all that really screams out to me is social media isn't really all that we sometimes make it out to be mm. um, in terms of its impact on our actual daily lives. Uh, so when, when things sort of run there and generate trending there and so forth, it doesn't really excite me in terms of it's it's or rather it it's not really something that resolves the issues that we're still dealing with or facing with in real life until so then it has to be a bigger approach or a better approach to resolving issues than cancellation culture because that's just for social media in my opinion.
0: And if cancel culture isn't solving the problems and they're perhaps just a short term comfort, what would be a way to actually solve it? To, to solve race racial um, issues in a constructive way, in a, in a sustainable constructive way,
1: I think if we can answer that um, question, guys, like we would like we'd have our own statues up as well. But that's uh, <laughs> um, a it's a really that's a difficult thing. But for me personally, my my own opinion is just for everyone to have uh openness to discuss difficult issues to be able to have a, a disagreement with someone but for that disagreement not to necessarily um uh move your your relationship with that person backwards for that disagreement to be a thing of okay you've got an idea i've got an idea our ideas don't match that's okay, you know, if it's, if, it's a, if it's clashing ideas, then yes, there needs to be some form of compromise that, that you're going to have to get to. But overall, I just think it's a case that we do need to create a better culture of, um, of putting things out there without having to shout. Because like I was saying earlier, no one changes in an argument. And that's a realization that I've come to recently. The more that you argue, the more you're going to argue. Um, it's when you talk. And with talk, I mean when one person speaks and another person listens. But that has to be a mutual thing. It can't be something that just comes from one side. And now also in saying that, I think um, uh, uh, you do have to be cognizant of the fact that um, there's people that have like some wacko and crazy and evil values and ideas at times. So you can't um, uh, tolerate those kind of ideas and, 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 and thought patterns, right? But how are you gonna change it? Are you gonna change it by canceling it, or are you gonna change it by discussing it, or, or I don't know, I don't know if you catch my drift, but I just think that there needs to be a more a more um, openness towards discussing things that are difficult, and like I said, not arguing about it, but talking about it. One one side listening, the other side talking, but it coming from both sides.
0: Kieran, let's use the the wacko people example as a as a important example would, wouldn't would it be important to listen to someone who's got really out there perspectives because what their perspectives are comes from somewhere and you might think they're wacko because you don't know where they're coming from but you also will never know if you don't listen or try and understand
1: i i agree with you because um like you were saying earlier there's always like something comes from somewhere some emotion some feeling you know that old uh train of thought but um for me the only way if you if if you, if you just if you just try imagine with you, right the only way that that you get you don't have that wacko um thought in the world say for instance is if if that person is no longer this you can't have that because we have to cohabit with people so the, the best way is, um or what I presume to be the best way, is to just be open to try listen to where a person is coming from. Try identify what the issue is there. And maybe then just to um, highlight to that person that has an opposing view of you, if there's certain areas where you guys um, have a, a mutual understanding about something or you have the same fundamental need that you guys both want to um, uh. uh satisfy now i'm talking about saying for instance like you just want to see the prosperity of a country right but you've got different ways of of achieving that prosperity so if you have that same uh, mutual need maybe there's a way that you guys can can come to a, an, a compromise an agreement where you guys are really going to be able to move forward rather than just saying okay i'm cancelling your thoughts your thoughts aren't aren't relevant your so- thoughts don't count but hopefully there's there's some a certain element that you guys can can rally behind and, and just just realize that you've actually got some certain things in common that you can move forward with but like I said if we can solve this this issue we're gonna have our own statue. so it's gonna be something that um, for a while still we're gonna have to um, be, be, be be brave enough to to deal with and to confront so how we do that exactly is <laughs> still still to be found out I guess
0: okay Kenny so from what you're saying, it sounds to me like we are, in your view, heading in the right direction with this know your neighbor conversation in terms of, of edging closer, even if it's ever so slightly day by day, week by week, month by month, but edging closer to to the right or a better direction of dealing with some of these things.
1: I definitely think um by us doing this, hopefully we can inspire some people to also start talking about uh, difficult subjects. But uh, maybe in future there'll be there'll be issues like that. And for us just being able to come together as a group of people, um, to actually say okay, let's just talk, man. Let's see where we get from talking. Abi's gonna speak, Kina's gonna listen. Kina's gonna speak, Wandy's gonna listen. You understand what I mean? So maybe that 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 might be the way forward. Just to just to um, uh inspire other people to, to, to talk about things. So I think definitely with um, our efforts here at Know Your Neighbour uh, is, is moving in the right direction. Definitely.
2: Yeah. I just want to run something by you guys. So with regarding cancel culture, what, what practical way could you foresee us using it to, con, to basically combat racism in particular? Because I'm more familiar with it um. In terms of perhaps, uh sexual harassment and whatnot, um, where that targets a specific individual, but when it's 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 regarding racism where, it's it's not necessarily a person but potentially, a group, um, how how do you go about that, um, uh, because for example, I mean, there's R. Kelly. The females that she, he had been sexually harassing over the years, mm. and as a result of that, radio stations and people have stopped buying his music. Stations have stopped playing his music, so that it basically directly affects his pockets. Um, so that's not to say it maybe it's maybe changed his behavior, but he's now feeling um, a pinch uh, because of his behavior. But now when it's when it's when it's regarding racism, how how could we practically? apply the cancellation culture to get some sort of result or impact back?
0: Wendy, I think that when I mentioned earlier that to me the um, the monument conversation and the tearing down of, of monuments is like cancel culture in a racial sense because you, you're cancelling out the monument. Um, but in saying that I think the principle for me is the same as what you're talking about and in its effect on social media, because that's only the start of the process. It's only, um, yeah, it, it, it doesn't solve the whole issue. It doesn't mean now that the statue's is down, like there's racial ju- justice. That's only the start. Now, now what, like Keenan was saying, now we've got to deal with the issue. Mm. We've got to okay. come together talk have the uncomfortable conversations listen to each other and I think another thing for me around that whole cancel culture thing is um, empathy like I know it's a word that's often used these days and I think it's a it's a very relevant word in this case because empathy just means taking the time pausing to actually listen to Someone else's view, regardless of if it agrees with yours or not. So if, I think just practicing a bit of empathy, listening, having conversations mm. in a in in the racial equality sense, I think can resolve it long term.
1: I agree, Aubrey, because I I, I think um for, for all people, people are on a journey and they they on a process, and you don't get to. Say, for instance, um, a place of um, of racial equity and racial equality uh, like that. It's a process. So some people are going to start um, 20 years back and some people are going to start 10 years back, some five. Some are going to be now in the present day, um, if you understand the analogy that I'm trying to make. But we have to give those people from 20 years um, back because they're going to be part of your society. You can't just um, eject them somehow or like push them away. They're going to be part of your society. So so i guess um give them space to uh um to view their 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 points their the their, their, their ideas and their thoughts and so forth but don't just like cancel them straight out of the equation because they're still going to be there and then the issue is just going to go on and on and on and on and on if we if we just want to cancel people out of our of our mainstream um ways of doing things or mainstream ideas that we have currently if that makes any sense you do have to give them a space as well and just try, try to understand. It's very difficult because, like I said, like earlier, there's some things that are totally um, difficult to um, uh, listen to almost even, but they're there. So what do we do?
0: And, and that difficulty that you're talking about there, Keenan, that is actually the thing that should be a kind of a sign to us to yes. say, hey, that's difficult okay, cool, let's deal with it because mm. it's difficult. Because yeah. dealing with those things, because they feel like when you're feeling almost like outraged about something, you should actually go, okay, let me take that outrage. Let me go and delve into it mm. in a constructive way. If we can just shift that. I mean, I'm reading a, a very interesting book at uh, at the moment um, by a German guy called Eckhart Tolle. Um, and he, uh, I might get this particular um, kind of paraphrasing now but he says we can't expect people to behave beyond their level of consciousness. Yes. So if someone's paradigm is something you you can't you telling them what to do or is never going to change their paradigm.
1: Exactly. You have to
0: get to a point where you can have enough of a conversation with them, plant enough seeds, yeah. To shift their level of consciousness to go, oh, maybe that guy or that lady had a point. Mm-hmm. Or even not, even if they don't think, oh, you've got a point, they might think, next time I'll think of it a bit differently.
1: If, if I can just uh, uh, latch onto that thought that you mentioned there, that just reminded me of a, a scripture in the Bible. So I'm Christian and everything, so that's relevant to me. Um, it's the Bible, there's a scripture that says, you either choose life or death but the choice is yours you know what you mean so without having information on both sides you can't make a choice and i i think um also maybe just putting it in a different perspective if i'm a married guy i'm sure you guys also have partners and wives and so on and there's many times we have arguments and it's heated and you guys are like going for it but there's nothing changing in that argument moment the only time when there's truly a moment of reflection is when you step back and you actually think okay what did i say what did my my wife or my partner say and then realizing okay maybe i was wrong or maybe i was right but i need to communicate it in a different way rather than arguing about it you know what i mean so there needs to be once again that's that space for you guys to come to a point where you say okay let's talk one person's gonna speak the other person's gonna listen but there needs to come that that point where you guys actually talk to one another not at that shouting match which just drowns out like um proper rational thinking
0: i hear you i think the thing that's lacking between you and a stranger and you and your wife though is is often respect to start with you know so i don't know if if people will even regard the particular conversation or interaction as worthy of yeah. reflection. True. <laughs> because there's not enough of a relationship to start with. Sure. I, 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 I hear you, um, but that's my skeptical side.
1: Mm. True. True, true, true. Respect what a cool thought to end of today's discussion of the know your neighbor podcast we hope all the chats that we've been having has been entertaining but more so that'll actually be inspiring to you guys and that you'll take up these same conversations in your own environments please keep following us on this journey and please share it with your friends